Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. If you have been struggling to get sales from your design work or understanding what you really need to do to make money, I have the workshop for you. On September 23rd, I'm hosting my first ever profitable designer workshop. This one day, three hour workshop is only $97, but I have a discount for all my podcast listeners. Go to KarinaGardnerCourses.com slash profit and put in the code podcast for $50 off. I can't wait to see you more profitable. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. As designers, we have a lot of different things on our plate. We might have multiple shops, multiple contracts. So today I thought I would talk about batching design work. I know people talk about batching podcast episodes or batching your Instagram feed or whatever. But as designers, batching is a really powerful tool for us, and I'm going to tell you how I do it. Okay, so first of all, I actually have days of the week assigned to certain things. So for example, Fridays are almost exclusively uh, dedicated to silhouette. Um, So when I start that day and I'm designing, I do not design 10 very different random things. If I am designing that day, for example, favor bags, I will design a single favor bag and then the second design will be a variation of that first favor bag. The third one will be a variation of the second favor bag and so on until I have 10. So I want you to think about not jumping around all over the place to create your design work. But instead, if you are, I was in a mentor meeting a few months ago and the person had, the member had made a wreath and had put a quote in the middle. I said, awesome. Now the second design should be a wreath, the same wreath, make a variation to it, change a leaf, add a flower, something, and then change the quote. Then the third variation on that is change the wreath a little bit more and then add a different quote. Keep going until you're up to 10. This is really powerful for designers because it actually takes a ton of brain work and creativity to completely switch gears. So to design a wreath and then to design a favor bag, you are literally taking your brain and going, okay, I'm working in 2D now, now I'm gonna switch it to 3D. That doesn't make a ton of sense. There is not great workflow in that. And if you've been doing this in your design work, I want you to stop right now. Anything you're designing usually can have a series with it. Somehow, some way you can build a series out of it, unless it's some crazy big ultimate project. But even those come from smaller projects. Like I built a small gingerbread house, which then inspired the large gingerbread house. And many of the elements taken from the small gingerbread house, I used again in the big one. It was structurally different. It took me longer to build, but it had a lot of the same elements. So my brain was still thinking on the same wavelengths. Same with when we are designing. If we're designing a series of flat quotes, 
we need to stay in that lane. Okay, because our brain is still thinking in quotes. I'm still thinking in fonts. I'm thinking and choosing typography. I'm changing the hierarchy. My brain is going through that loop of design work and staying there. So that is my huge tip for the day. It's This is a short episode, but it's because you guys, I've made the point, batch your design work. Literally do what I'm telling you to do, like model what I currently do because it will make you like, really be, build great flow. Um, now, does it mean, it doesn't mean you have to release all of those those weeks, okay? There was a time period where I was about three months ahead on all my design work. Like I had, I wasn't going to just release 200 designs all at one go, right? Like I ended up splitting them all up and saying, okay, I'm going to release these 10 this week, these 10 this week, these 10 this week. The awesome thing about getting that far ahead, which I am currently not like that, you guys. Currently, I'm just trying to stay on top of it, okay? So that was like a very specific time in my life where I was able to get ahead. But because I was so ahead, what I would do is I would batch things. So I'd do like the 10 favor boxes and then I would do um, 10 um, quotes and then I would do 10 um, mermaid items and then I would do 10. Anyway, so I had all these different things and instead of releasing 10 mermaid items in a week, I would mix them up because they almost all had tutorials to them and I wanted people to be hitting my YouTube channel, my blog as well, to go watch all these tutorials. And I also think what happens with people is if you put out 10 mermaid things, people go through and they choose and they go, I'm just gonna get this one mermaid thing. The cool thing about mixing up your designs, if you can get ahead like this, which I wasn't even planning on talking to you guys about the strategy, but this is a cool strategy to have. So if you're here, take this as a note. If you can get ahead and I can release my 10 pieces that week and one of them's a favor box that's 3D, one's a mermaid item, one's a quote, one's um, a paper house, one's whatever. Okay, you've got got the idea. Or maybe even two, like maybe two are quotes, two are mermaid items, two are 3D objects, whatever. Suddenly, people have less to choose from that week when you release and they'll be like you know what I think I am gonna have that mermaid thing and I think I'm gonna take that house and so then the second week when you come out with new stuff they'll be like oh I like that mermaid thing even better than the previous one and I'm going to buy that one too because the first one was so good which by the way you got to make sure your files are actually good okay good for the customer because they'll keep coming back and buying more files from you okay so There is a strategy in that if you can get enough ahead. Now, if you're a beginning designer, do not try to do the strategy. It's better just to make and release, make and release, okay? So make and release, but do it in such a way that you can create flow and batch all of these things for yourself, okay? Hopefully this helps you guys. Thanks so much for joining me today. By the way, if you have not left me a review on this podcast, please do. That really helps me. Um, It makes it so that um, I'm able to keep producing this content for you. You guys get, this is like the one place you get like a real inside scoop real everyday design stuff that's happening in my life. And um, I find very often designers do not share that kind of thing. They're not sharing how they're producing. They're not showing the, sharing the strategies they're using. And I want you to know them because I want you to be a successful designer. I want you to move forward with grace and knowledge that everything you learn will make you a better 
more successful money-making designer. So if you could leave me a podcast review, that would help me so much. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope to see you soon. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.